The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Now, uh, speaking of a lack of common sense, thousands of disqualified drivers who've been ordered to surrender their driving licenses in the past three years have not done so, and thousands more did not even have a license when they were disqualified by the courts. I'm joined in studio now by Connor Faulkner, a transport consultant and uh, CEO of the RIAC. Connor, good morning. Good morning, Pat. Hello. Now, talk me through uh, the situation. You've got a guy who is driving along and he is on a provisional licence mm-hmm. and he offends uh, and he ends up before the court and they decide, we are taking your licence away yes. from you. Yeah. What happens next? Uh, well, in theory, and when it works, it works quite well. But let's say Pat Kenny's been very bold and the judge says, Pat, you're suspended for 12 months. You must uh, surrender your driving licence. Now, does he have chapter and verse of that licence in front of him on the bench as he's reviewing your case? No. Uh, no. You, you have your licence with you in theory at least, and you would then have to surrender it to the clerk of the court. Now, the easiest thing in the world for you to do is to say, do you know what, Judge, I'm after leaving it at home. I don't have it with me. Uh, The clerk of the court notes the date. You are then obliged to surrender your licence within two weeks. Um, If you don't, with with exceptions, virtually nothing happens. Nothing happens. There's supposed to be a connected system. So the clerk of the court, because you've, uh, in parenthesis, forgotten your license, I left it at home. Yes. Uh, Or it's out in the car and the car park is uh, four blocks away. And Mm. if the court will only give me, uh, and the court won't. Yeah. Uh, So the clerk of the court says, produce it in, uh, hand it in in 12 days. Yes. But if it doesn't happen, the clerk of the court has no powers to kind of go chasing it. Well, a, a, a similar thing happens on the side of the road. If if you don't have your driving licence on the side of the road, sorry, guard, I forgot it. You're obliged to furnish it within uh, two weeks of the guard. Well, I thought it now. was an offence now. It is. Not to carry it. It is. Even, you know, and this old thing, I'll produce it at the guard, the station. Yeah. That's a thing of the past in no, theory. No, it, it's still there. It, it, it's, an, it's a standalone offence not to have your driving licence with you when you're driving. Um, but even so, you're obliged to, to furnish it within two weeks and, and you can nominate your guard the station. I'll go to Rathfarnham, please. Um, and now, in theory, let's say you don't turn up in Rathfarnham within the two weeks. Um, in theory, uh, you know, the guard can pursue that. But in reality, the individual guard will have to get on to the vehicle licensing people in Shannon, demonstrate that he had a good reason to ask you to furnish your licence. And, and all of this is, is so... I mean, I spoke to a guard who in 25 years had done it once or twice because it's just so tedious to do. So what happens at the side of the road? Uh, they now do have better technology. So I, I was saying to uh, one of your colleagues beforehand, I had the experience about a month ago, for the first time in 30 years on the road, I was at a guard that checkpoint and was actually physically asked for my driving licence. So I can't remember what that's yeah. ever happened Because, uh, you know, you'll be stopped for tax and insurance yeah. discs. Yeah. But they never actually ask you, by the way, show me your licence. Show me your licence. If so your I, tax and insurance are in order, yeah. you if move I, on. If and I can understand. I mean, if they started to do that, every checkpoint would result in a tailback They should do it randomly, though. I mean, I, I, it shouldn't be the experience for me that I never, ever show a guard my driving licence. I use it for, when I'm hiring a car, I dig out my driving licence, but to show it to a guard once in 30 years. And it's, you know, it's, it's a cliche of all American shows, driver licence and yeah. registration. You just expect to be able to furnish it all the time. And now when you do furnish it, the guards at least do have an up-to-date app. So they can check 
Uh, and that will show if on the database it'll show your Pendy Point status. It will show all the good stuff, which which is good enough for ninety nine percent of and the broadly compliant population. That you are disqualified. Well, yes, if that's been recorded correctly. But if you, as I say, are in one of these cracks whereby you were supposed to furnish your driving license and you simply never did, then in all likelihood, while that license is still legally suspended, the guard won't have that information okay, so, to hand. Uh, by simply turning up to the court and not producing your license and making your excuses to the judge, um, you will then not be recorded yeah. uh, and then there's a 12-day waiting period while yeah. you may or may not uh, hand in your licence. But uh, And in theory, there's follow-up to that. But in reality, the, 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 the sort of the everyday reality, for the driver who just doesn't do it, there's a system there to follow it up it doesn't happen. I mean, it, it simply doesn't happen. Um, and that's a deep frustration. Um, there's a very simple reform, Connor, that mm. uh, could happen. So you have these individuals coming before the court and it turns out there are thousands of them over the last few yeah. years and very few of them have actually handed in their licences. But there's a very simple thing. Um, the case is due. The guy turns up. Uh, Show me your licence, please. It's handed to the judge mm. and the judge has it on the bench. And, and if you don't have your licence, your case is put back and you've got to come again yeah. and again and again at, you know, a cost to your employment and all the rest of it. Uh, but that the judge should have the licence before that judge adjudicates. And would, that would sort the problem. Well, indeed, and it should be an offence in its own right to turn up in front of the judge without, without the actual yes. licence or good reason. Um, but even at that, remember that, you know, the, and a guard will tell you, you're, we're talking here about broadly compliant people. You know, Pat has tipped over 12 penalty points. He's going to turn up and beg for mercy. The bigger problem really is a volume of people who just don't give a toss about any of the rules. And the guards will tell you that they stopped them multiple times. No insurance, no tax, no no driving licence. I spoke to a guard before coming on to you who was telling me that he'd personally had the experience of, of, of seeing one of his cases result in the driver having his, 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 his licence suspended in the court. Um, and he was having a sandwich in town later on that day and saw the same guy drive by in the same car. Yeah. Uh, now, you know, sometimes you can ask for cars to impound the vehicle. Indeed. And, and if that guard, which happens in communities, which is great where the individual guardy get to know their area um, and you know if they come across that driver again they'll know um, and, and often that's how community policing is done um, but you know if you're relying on a system um, to, to actually pick up the fact that Pat Kenny's licence is suspended and it's the same Pat Kenny that I'm now talking to at the mm. side of the road. That only works when it works and, and one of the cracks in it is where is the follow-up uh, if the court hands down a suspension? Now, uh, the technology that's available, I mean, there's one texter here who says, uh, I don't even have a wallet as all my cards work via my phone and mm. Google Pay. So I never carry a driving license because I don't uh, carry yeah. a wallet because he's nowhere to, to, to put it. And you really don't want to keep your license maybe in the visor on your car. Number one, it might fall off and get lost. But secondly, if your car is stolen, your license is gone as yeah, well. And, and it's an important piece of personal ID. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's needed as an authentication for lots of things. So every reason, like as with your passport, that you treat your driving license with care. Um, but, you know, it's, there's a touch of the dog ate my homework. I don't have my driving license guard. Why is that? Well, I, I don't have a wallet, so I'd know where to put it. I mean, that's yeah, the dog pretty, my homework. Yeah, pretty thin excuse. Um, but, but again, you know, a good community guard and a, all of our policing has to be done in this way. They do, in a sense, have to form a degree of judgment at the side of the road. And they will know um, often when, when, you know, it's gouger behaviour, the tax is, insure, is dodgy, the NCT is dodgy, the licence is dodgy. And they will know also 
broadly speaking, when it's, you know, Joe Citizen, who just doesn't happen mm. to have it with him. But as I say, the follow-up is there, classically with Ireland. If I describe the system to you, it sounds like a pretty good system. But, you know, you, you don't have your licence well, you have to nominate a guard the station, you have two weeks to turn up. If you don't turn up, there'll be follow-up and X, Y and Z. The problem is that the follow-up just never occurs. Just doesn't happen. The court system isn't properly connected to the driver yeah, licence system. But as I say, that, that first uh, recommendation I'd make is that the judge won't even hear the case, won't even give you the time of day unless you produce and the licence. And you license. should face a consequence of some sort for... for, for An immediate stand- fine for yeah, turning up without turning your licence. Unless you've, unless you've got a good reason, you know, Maybe, maybe the dog did eat your driving licence. These things can, I suppose, happen. But you can get some sort of a document from, from um, the RSA. Or, you know, you certainly can't just turn up and tug your forelock, which is literally the case now. Um, one of the textures suggests, on the basis of this, if there are so many unlicensed drivers on the road, mm. there must be thousands of uninsured drivers on the road. Well, there are, and we've spoken about uninsured driving before. The rate of uninsured driving in Ireland runs between 6 and 8%, which sounds really high. They're not all out-and-out gougers, although some are. Uh, many are innocent victims. They might have been fraudulently sold insurance by a ghost broker, think they're valid, they're actually not. And sometimes people make mistakes, like fleet cars for example. Oh, I thought my employee was covered. Turns out he's only 24. He's not 25. That's an uninsured driver, but it's not a a pattern. But there is a cohort out there who couldn't be bothered following Mm. any of the rules. And in a sense, making the rules tighter and better doesn't get them. These are flagrant violators and they do exist. Mm. Uh, Michael from East Clare. Are you right there, Michael? Are you right? (laughs) He says there's a young man in my town who's off the road for 85 years cumulatively and he's driving everywhere. A joke is all one can call it. And the court database isn't what's at fault there. I mean, that is clearly a chronic antisocial behaviour issue. And, and, you know, I, I'm not sure what the fix for that is, but but I doubt it's in the driver licence um, system. I was a learner driver for almost seven years. I was the only one in my family that has a licence and I drove all over the country during that time. Never had a crash. I only got my full licence last year. Learner drivers should have the right to drive their own cars as long as it's taxed and insured. Get rid of that stupid law it isn't fair. No, it is fair and it's not a stupid law. He was a learner licence status for seven years. The fix for that is pass the test. Yeah. Pass the test. At the moment, the national average waiting time for the test has come way, way down. You can get a test quite readily. Okay, so get this guy, seven years, sunshine, you, yeah. if you haven't applied for the test, then it's your own fault. If you haven't failed, then you shouldn't, you shouldn't be on the road without someone to mind you. Well, and if I told you the driver of your school bus... Uh, didn't have a didn't have a license, but he's very good, and he's got a learner license. Mm. You'd you'd be up in arms. Um, there's a, a, another one here. My nephew had his car impounded just before Christmas for driving on a provisional. I know it's illegal to do that, but when I hear the statistics like this, it makes me mad because it cost my nephew four hundred euro to bail out the car. Well, there is a bit of a problem in my view because whenever we discuss these things, lots of people say make the punishment worse, tougher fines, and all that, and and I don't feel it's fair to come down like a ton of bricks on, on an otherwise compliant and decent citizen, where the problem is not that compliant and decent citizen, it's the army of gougers who couldn't care less about any rule you make. They'll ignore them all. And, and it's dealing with that cohort that's more important. Um, all car and driving licences can now be kept digitally in Portugal. On the spot, large fines if you don't have it in your car. So they can check it immediately when you're stopped, it's simple. And when you're thinking of how fast technology works, I mean, 
digital technology literally works at the speed of light. Yeah, I, I, well, you know, that makes light disappointingly slow sometimes if you've waited for your banking. No, but you know what I mean? If you, if you use AI uh, to write a poem about Conor Faulkner and they'll find a wonderful rhyme for Faulkner, which might be difficult. Tricky enough. They'll do it in two seconds. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so that's the speed at which technology operates. So even if you have a huge database and are population is not that large, it yeah. can be scanned literally in seconds. Yeah, and, and the, as I say, the guard on the side of the road w- with his smartphone and an app on it um, can key in your driver licence number. I, I don't know if he can take a photo and have it auto-scanned. To your point, that should be perfectly possible. But in any case, he can pull the database and get a fairly quick answer. Yeah. Um, and that's good. Because the it's number plate recognition technology they have instant. in some guard the cars yeah. is instant. It's in most of the, the traffic core car, uh, uh, cars now and it is a very good technology and it will ping. Um, but as we said before, it's only as good as the underlying database. But the technology is pretty good. But even though it's pretty good, on the side of the road, it's not truly practical to say to every driver at the checkpoint, show me your driving license, show me your driving license. I mean, mm. it, it just practically just a difficult thing to do. Um, but if a guard has any reason or, or can just ask, as was done to me the other month, can just ask randomly. And the honest driver is always more than happy to say, Great to see you, guard. Oh, I wonder how this works. Oh, please work away. Mm. Um, uh, uh, so, so when it works, it works well. And mostly it does work well. I suppose we have to be a little bit fair in context. Ireland's road safety record's better than most. We do a lot of things quite well. But one glaring crack is a judge can take away your licence and nobody even knows it's happened outside the walls of the courtroom, uh, least of all the next guard who stops yeah. you. And that can be a real problem. Yeah. Uh, driving a classic Vespa 200, there is no category for doing a test on a motor scooter like that. Not yeah. doing a test on a motorbike does not make sense. They do tests on They motorbikes. do tests on yeah. motorbikes. They do indeed. Now, yeah. It's not that you put the tester on your pillion uh, seat. No, you, 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 it's, it's an accompanied test. And yeah. in fact, you'll see you, you have a learner bib that you have to wear as a motorcyclist um, and it's an escorted test so that you will be, you'll have a preset uh, set of instructions from the instructor who will mm. ride behind you. Uh, again, it's quite a good test. I, I, I think we don't do that part of yeah. things badly. Um, this one, could they not introduce something like the leap car technology where a guard that can scan a licence to see if it's valid? And that would be easily done. But you're saying if you've got a long line of cars, yeah. te- you know, checking for tax and insurance, then someone has got to rummage in their wallet or under the, yeah. in the handbag by the time you get there. Do you ever go into a, a, a rugby match these days and it's an animated uh, um, a, a barcode that the scanner is scanning and, you know, one of the attendants has a slightly dodgy scan and, you know, an angry crowd is billing up behind. Uh, there's an element of practicality. If it, You know, if, if there was a five kilometre tailback on the M50 because a guard is diligently entering licence numbers, you don't want that. Uh, if, if the guard can't check a driving licence and the disqualified driver is breezing through, you don't want that either. Here's another one. Lads, if any Australian policeman or woman was listening to this conversation, they'd die laughing. The technology the police have in Oz is frightening. It's obviously very good technology. Yeah, they're an interesting story, the Australians, because 20, 25 years ago, they were world leaders in road safety. They went mad for it. And they really, really improved their road safety statistics and set the model that all of Europe followed. Laterally, however, um, their performance is not so good. And you could debate in many, many different ways just exactly how much power you want your cops to have. And the answer isn't always give them more, catch the drunk driver. Yet, you have to keep an eye on unintended consequences for things mm. like that. 
I'll read uh, some more of the text for you. In the UK, if a licence is not surrendered, uh, the DVLC will write a request to surrender. On an occasion when I was asked to produce my licence, uh, the guard at the station here reached for a scrap of piece of paper to record the details. Yeah, well, it should go on to the system. Is it the pulse system? I think it is. But, I mean, there is a system there that, as I say, when it works, it works. Um, but if you ask an individual guard, I told Pat Kenny to surrender his licence within two weeks. He never bothered. What do I do next? What the guard has to do next is 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 far too onerous and way, way out of proportion. So it just tends not to happen. Uh, my son is waiting six months for a driving test in Meath, says one. Uh, the problem is not about surrendering the licence since you can still drive without it. The real problem is the lack of deterrent. For example, in Italy, if you crash while DUI, the case is treated in the criminal court with jail time attached to it. Here you go scot-free for most, if not all, of the driving offences. Mm. We need proper punishment and enforcement to see a real change. Like you lose your licence for DUI, but what they're saying in Italy you go to jail yeah. because you're, you're a danger you know, to the those public those sort of prescribed instant punishments that they, they, they're appealing but you know what they really aren't great ideas and of course here they will be appealed <laughs> yeah indeed yeah um, but as a, bear in mind there's two problems here and they're very very different one is the relatively normal Joe citizen who might have strayed over 12 penalty points or something like that but they, they're generally speaking in the enforcement net the other problem is the out and out gougers who are ignoring every rule and don't care and and they do need to be dealt with. They're a cohort out there. Um, but, but, you know, fixing the system in the way we're talking about is never going to get those. That There has to be a different approach. And I don't know if it's tougher punishments, but there has to be a different yeah. approach for that cohort. Uh, uh, another one talking about getting your car back and by a whole range of ways, including paying a fine mm-hmm. or maybe uh, they're being sold off to third parties. Um but destroying, crushing the car. Um, yeah, you're crush, crushing your father's car because uh, you were a named driver. Crushing a company car because you were a fleet driver. You're not mm. going to crush a car for a penalty point offence. You know, I have to be very careful about these things. And as I say, hammering the bejesus out of the one mm. broadly honest person that you caught is not the solution for your neglect mm. elsewhere. Here's a, another one. My son is waiting since August of 2023 to get onto the list that will allow him to apply for the test. That is presumably uh, the pre-test on. you do, you know, the, the theory test. Yeah, there's no delay on that. I, I mean, I, I would find that to be a very, very surprising circumstance. I have dealt firsthand with plenty of people who needed to get a driving test quickly and have always found the RSA mm. to be responsive and helpful. I, I've, I've yet to be convinced by somebody who says, I've been waiting six months I cannot get a test because if needs must there is they have cancellation slots they manage very well Uh, they've done quite a good job Mm. there and a a final one I did my test on a moped the tester wore Uh, an earpiece with a microphone I wore a headset mm -hmm. he drove in a car behind me giving instructions I passed, but by a whisker. So yeah, says Shane. Congratulations to Shane. Um, I wish to comment on the driving license situation as discussed with your guest. I was stopped by the Gardaí several years ago. My tax was out of date. I had to appear in court and present my driving license and insurance details. Mm-hmm. I also had to pay back uh, the back tax. Yeah. I had to send over to the UK for my license, which took several weeks. During this time, the judge simply adjourned my case until the license was available. I think it's very much down to the discretion of the court. Yeah, and there's a decent citizen doing the right thing. You know, he put his hands up, oh my God, my insurance isn't I'm sorry about that. And he's doing the decent thing. Um, but let's imagine he was a gouger and he just turned up chewing gum and said, uh, forgot it. Haven't got yeah. it. You know, what at you there's a law there to deal with him, but what actually physically happens is that that record will tend to fall through the cracks. And the guy won't care anyway. He's going to drive away. 
Conor Faulkner, Transport Commentator and CEO of the RIAC. Thank you very much. Your chance to win big. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk.